This is The Awakening Podcast by Michael Kabisky. Hey guys, I know I was supposed to do a podcast called um, 2021 uh, The Year Restoration or whatever I advertised it as. But you know, things have changed um, tremendously. Um, I will talk about that in my next episode. Um, it'll be episode two, volume two. Um, this episode is episode two, or sorry, episode one, volume two, my new one for 2021. Um, but this is, this one is entitled, God is still on his throne. And uh, I, this, the truth has to be told and I need to tell it. I need to get it out there and everything. So, all right. Um, I will thank you for listening and uh, please share this podcast. Do whatever it takes to get this out there. Um, you might not be able to so- share it on social media anymore because there's a lot of censorship that is going on now, and they could shut this podcast down. They could shut everything that has to do with the church down and censor the church. We don't want that, but I want to get this out there before they do. All right. Thank you. Well, like all podcasts that I do on here, I want to pray. This is the first podcast of 2021. This is episode one, volume two. And I'm coming at you. Coming at you like a whirlwind. Woo, woo. <laughs> but so I want to pray about this podcast. Oh, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are worthy, Father God. God, thank you for letting me be alive right now in 2021, Lord Jesus. God, let us realize that we were born for such as a time as this, Father God. That we are this day and age that we are living in today, Father God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for what you have done, Lord. I thank you for what you are doing, Lord, even though we don't even know what you're doing, Father God, at this very moment, at this very time in history, Father God. This is your story. This is his story. Yeah, your story, Father. We love you, God. God, just anoint the words that you have given me to speak the truth about, Father God. Not, Not the truth what people want to hear God but the truth your truth Father God thank you Lord thank you Jesus thank you for who you are thank you for what you've done for what you're doing and what you're about to do God we worship you thank you amen all right all right so Yep, this is the podcast. I have nothing planned. It's just what God has been showing me, what God has revealed to me, what I've seen with my own eyes. 
I'm, this is political. This is going to be a political podcast, but I'm not, I'm not apologizing for anything at all. You know why? Because politicians do not tell people of faith what to do. People of faith tell what politicians to do. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. This nation was founded by the church under godly principles. And the church is the people who started this nation of the United States of America. I'm not apologizing for anything. Because I am a part of the church. The church of God. And I am apologizing for nothing. Nothing that I speak on here. If you don't like it, too bad. I don't really care. I don't. But I'm not going to sit around and let politicians tell the church what to do. Enough is enough. There's no holding back. And it's time to bust loose. It's time to let the Holy Spirit fall and have his way across this nation, across this world. It is time for a great awakening and end time harvest. It's coming, friends. It's coming. It's just right around the corner. We don't know when. We don't know very what very second. But it's coming, friends. It's coming for us. It's coming like we've never seen before. Past the, the, the other awakenings that we've had in this world. With Billy Graham. With Amy, Amy uh, Simpleton McPherson. Um, yeah, it's like we've never seen before. The great awakening, the great harvest is coming. It's time, friends. It's time. So I want to start off to let you know I was invited. Um, oh, about a couple weeks ago now, I was invited to go to Washington, D.C. Oh, you were invited to Washington, D.C., you say? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Were you a Trump supporter? Are you a domestic terrorist? Were you a part of the... Were you inside the Capitol building? Did you go in there and everything? Did you break in? And I'm going to tell you, my friends, no. And that is the truth. That is the truth. I was not there necessarily as a Trump supporter. Even though I do like Trump a lot. Um... I do like him a lot because of what he stands for. He stands for the church. He stands for righteousness and everything as well. But no, I got invited with a bunch of pastors to go into the darkness, per se. I got to go to... Um, I got to go to the Trump rally. I'll be honest with you. I got to go. And I was, in a way... Uh, Like I was saying, yes, I do like Trump, and I wanted to be there as a Trump rally supporter, um, as, you know, part of that. But in a way, I felt that I was, as the Bible would say, Bible says, a spy in the land. Um, So, 
so I got to go. I paid $350 to go on the airport. To go, to, I mean, to go, to go round trip, which is a really big steal to go to from uh, Seattle, Washington, all the way over to uh, Baltimore, where we uh, were then rented a van and um, went into D.C., into the Virginia area. We had a host home we stayed with, some people. We took the metro into, into D.C. itself. Um, that was pretty fun. Um, and, um, it's just, um, it was awesome. It was awesome. I felt so blessed that I get to go, got to go there. It was so amazing. I loved it. I loved it. I loved the, the, I loved DC, the buildings, loved getting to see the Lincoln Memorial, the Washington Memorial, um, the Capitol Mall. It was it was amazing. It was an amazing trip with a with a bunch of people. Um, these the people that I got to go with uh, were the people that were in Chop with me. Um, I got to go to Ch- Chop as well, and we spread the light into the darkness. And um, so so we were there, and uh, we heard Pastor Greg Locke speak. There's a big rally at uh, the one, I think it was called one um, something, uh, I forget the name of the of the courtyard. But it's like this big courtyard in, in D.C. It's kind of like, in, um, in a way, it's kind of like Westlake Mall area, kind of down in Seattle. Um, but a little bit bigger. And um, they had a stage there. They had multiple... Um, multiple speakers there. Um, Joshua Fierstein, uh, I think that's his last name. I'm, uh, kind of chopping that. Um, he's a pastor. He's on, he's been on YouTube, Facebook, everywhere else. Um, he's the pastor of America's church, I think it's called. Um, and he's a speaker. He goes around the country speaking. Um, I became a friend with him on Facebook a while ago, him and his wife, and um, I've kind of, I've never met them in person, just on Facebook. I guess his wife is from there, from here in Washington State, and um, and everything. But um, yeah, it was pretty cool. I got to got to um, actually meet him, and he actually spoke there at the rally. Um, Pastor Greg Locke was there, um, and a cool thing was. Um, Oh, one of the former um, general generals were there speaking. Um, Major Flynn was there, actually. Ma- Major Mike Flynn was actually speaking at the rally. And so, um, so we listened to that, and that was on Tuesday. And it was awesome. It was awesome. It was pretty awesome um, to be there. It was raining and pouring pouring and raining and kind of cold but it was it was really worth it being there and listening to the the people i shook the hand i shook hands with the uh i guess it was the guy who organized the event he went around shaking hands with people and everything like that um and then so after that event we went to um the host home had dinner um slept and woke up at 5 a.m. 
of all things. Um, and that's, that was a struggle seeing how, um, I was in a new time zone, um, East coast, West coast, you know, from West coast to East coast. It was, it was tough. It was really tough waking up at 5am. Um, and we got, I think we got on the train about seven. I think it was something like that. Um, and we went into Washington, D.C., and there was thousands of thousands of thousands of people pouring into the, um, uh, where they had the, uh, at the park, where they had the um, the rally at, the big Trump rally. Um, we had to go through security, a big security line. We actually got to go in. Um, that took forever. Um, took like three hours just to get into that. Um, and we had to be, of course, we had to go through metal detectors and we were, um, searched by secret service with the metal detectors. We metal detectors and we had to have everything out of our pockets. We went in there and, um, they're playing some YMCA music and everything. And, um, but, um, oh, let me back up forth. Uh, the day before, the day of that of the first rally that we went to, we got to pray for people. We got to um, see the sick recover, um, laid hands on people and prayed for them. And that was awesome. That was amazing. And that's kind of basically what we were there for um, to do. And um, that was amazing. God is amazing. Um, and we prayed for people even at the Lincoln Memorial. Um but okay, it's speed up now. <laughs> and so now we went to the we went to the Trump Trump rally, got ready, and um, this was pretty close to the White House. You could see the White House in the background in the distance, which was awesome to see. And so, um, anyways, we were there and um, went through security. Like I said, went through there and. Um, Trump came out, which was awesome to see him in person. Um, but his speech was like boring, literally. I respect the man, but his speech was boring. It was a repeat, just like he was saying over and over and over again. And um, it was, I don't know, it was, we thought that our group. And I'm sure millions of Americans thought that because we were there, because he sent us there, he asked us to be there, that it was going to be a flip, that he had something up his sleeve. And I thought going into myself, I thought going into this rally that I really thought that Antifa was going to be all around us or something. And that's kind of what our team was actually kind of there for expecting and, um, and everything and um, expecting to be a light into the darkness there. But a lot of people were Christians actually at that Trump rally. And so, um, so basically, um, yeah, we, our team actually left early. We um, went to go get something to eat for lunch after that. And, um, during his speech, 
he was talking about Mike Pence and he hoped Mike Pence would would change things and everything. And um, so we got lunch at Potbelly. Um, good sandwiches, by the way. Sorry, endorsement. To, yeah, a little endorsement for them. Um, even though they don't need it because they're such a huge company. Um, <laughs> anyways, so went there. Um, and then um, after, as we were leaving there, the people started leaving more and more. And um, everything to, to march to the Capitol building. And Trump basically said, we will have a peaceful protest outside the Capitol building. We want you to march to the Capitol building and I will be there. So I was thinking, oh, you're going to be there. So you're driving your Secret Service through the uh through it but i guess before trump even um started into this speech um there was people that broke into the capitol building and um so as we so we ate lunch and got up there to the capitol building said excuse me went all the way up through up to the to the very steps of the capitol building and we saw people getting pepper sprayed um the news media was not in the thick of it like they have been at Chaz um and i i'm telling you this as an eyewitness um they were alongside the steps they were away from every from the chaos and everything and so um they weren't there the press was not in the thick of it um they were just safely behind these barriers thinking that was going to save them <laughs> um and everything and um as you may have seen on the the TV um, the guy with the horns. Yes, I did see that guy. I literally saw that guy um, up on the Capitol steps. Um, looking up at the Capitol se- steps, I saw him um, and everything. But the people that were that were there that um, were supposed to be these Trump supporters, they weren't Trump supporters. I know this for a fact. They were not Trump supporters. Um they had the riot gear on. Um, my pastor that was with us, um, he saw a guy who had a patch patch on his um, so-called uniform that had that said, "I'm not here. I'm not. I don't believe anything. I'm here for the violence." Um, and so the MSM with all this stuff. It's trying to say that, oh, this was, this whole thing was done by uh, Trump supporters because it was a Trump rally and that tr- Trump um, instigated this for uh, this whole thing. Um, and I've been hearing about reports of Antifa actually were bust in, actually bust into the into the uh to this i've even seen videos um of the police basically just basically let them in practically 
because there was too many of them. I heard there was 200 Antifa people um, that were bussed in. And um, I've seen, I saw the buses with my own eyes. Um, and, you know, I've seen Antifa people. I've been to CHOP. I've seen the Antifa members, what they look like. And they were the exact same people, practically, um, that were at the Capitol building. You don't have to. You don't have to believe me, but I'm just telling you what I've seen as a spy into the enemy's camp of what happened, of what I observed, and that's the truth. It's the truth. But so, so all because of this whole situation, now everything is against Trump. Today they wanted to enact the 25th Amendment to uh, basically impeach Trump. They wanted him to get, they want him out of office. And that means if they enact the 25th Amendment, um, that makes it where he cannot, um, Become president ever again. And we pray against that. In the name of Jesus. Um, Friends, I'm telling you, do not listen to the MSM mainstream media. They are lying through their teeth. They are false news. They have been lying ever since Trump has been in office. They're lying about this whole situation. And I am here to tell you the truth. Nothing but the truth. What I've seen with my own eyes is the truth. What I'm telling you is fully the truth. They're reporting it because they hate Trump. They've always hated Trump and they always will hate Trump. Um, but that's my take on it um, and everything. But you know what? The thing is, you know, we have a, we have a choice to, oh, um, <laughs> um, so, but the next day on the 7th, I woke up and I saw this whole thing that supposedly Trump conceded in this whole thing. Um in this whole thing. Um, gosh, I'm just going back on things that threw in my mind. But um, <laughs> with this whole protest thing, this was not what Trump wanted. Trump wanted us to be peaceful. Trump wanted to um, us just to be there and gather and gather in peaceful protest. He didn't want any of all this stuff that's going on. Yes. There was Antifa members. Yes, there was. Yes, and I admit there was uh, Trump supporters that went into the building. Um, They went in there, yes. They shouldn't have been in there because they were legally trespassing on federal property, which is horrible. And that's not what Trump wanted. But, um, yeah, so on the 7th, I woke up, 
and uh, around 7 a.m. Um, Eastern time, and I saw that Trump supposedly put out a video that he conceded the whole race, and just at that time, it just drained me, literally. It was, it was like a stab to the heart, kind of, in a way. Um, and I heard that they they banned him from Twitter. Um, and then, you know, the whole story about banning him. And everything. And it just hurt. It just hurt me. Um, because I've heard many prophecies about Trump will still be president another four years. I heard a Kim Clement prophecy um, that Trump would be president for the next four years. And I'm like, I felt like, God, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? Um, I don't understand it, God. All these prophecies that were told that were supposed to be from you, Father God. And to be honest with you, it just hurt my heart. I was I, I felt I felt painful. I felt like I was gonna enrage, kind of in a in a way. It's like who do I trust? But then through the day, with with things, I just felt that you know I just need to trust you, God. I just need to put my hope and my trust in you, Father God. And no matter what, no matter what happens through the outcome of this election, I I literally feel in my spirit. And I don't know, you know, I could be wrong. I'll admit I do have a little sliver of hope that things still could possibly, possibly turn around. I feel that God is not done with this nation. He's not done with with this nation now. I know that there is a great awakening that is about to happen and it's about to explode. And I want to I want to read to this verse to you. It's Psalms forty seven verse eight and nine. It says, "God reigns over the nations. God is seated on His holy throne. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth belong to God." He is greatly exalted. And um, just a little a nugget of truth for you. A little, little hope. A little bit of hope for you. John um, 16 verse 33 says. It says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. You will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. 
And I believe it, friends. In this time that we are living in, it's time to look up to God. It's not time to look up to politicians right now in this in the in this time it's not time to look to them it's time to look up to god he is still on his throne he is still in control of everything no matter what happens no matter if biden is is the president god is still in control god is over him god is over everything god is in control he has authority of everything of what happens in this nation in this world No matter what, no matter what happens, God is still the throne. If we get censored, if I get censored right now on Parlor and Apple Music or in whatever, Google, whatever this, this thing uh, is on, this hits. If it's on, when, on Facebook, God is still in control. God still reigns. God is still on the throne, my friends. And uh, thank you, Jesus. No matter what, and we—it's time that the church decides to get off of Facebook, get off of YouTube, get off of Instagram or whatever platform they are using to to uh, to promote. Their church, get out of the church and get into the nations, get into the world and proclaim that he, Jesus is king from the, from the church house to the white house, to the, (laughs) to the poor house from Africa to Argentina to, (laughs) whoa, ever everywhere it's time that we get out and we we let the world know that Jesus is king and Jesus still is on his throne and Jesus will have his way and that Jesus loves them because an end time harvest is coming my friends an end time is harvest is coming like we have never seen before Thank you, Jesus. It's time for the church to be the church. It's time for the church to stop being afraid of the politicians of saying clo- that we're going to close our churches and we're going to censor you. Basically, it's time that we actually be the church. And um, I'm going to read to you... <laughs> Um, some, some lyrics, um, from, um, Jesus culture. This, uh, song came to me yesterday while we were driving on the, in the, in the car. Um, and it was on the, uh, on the radio. And, uh, this, uh, came to me. It's verse one. It says, only you, only you can heal our land. Only you, only you can make things right again. Come chase our wandering hearts. These prodigal, prodigals were, we, the, these prodigals we are. 
Don't wait. Don't wait. Open up the heavens. Pour out your presence. We want to see revival. Bring us back to you. Oh, how we need you. Two, we want to see revival. Verse two, only you, only you can make the darkness shake. Only you, only you can make dry bones awake. Come fill our starving hearts. These hungry souls of our, of ours, we wait, we wait. The bridge goes, we want to see hearts ablaze. We want to see people changed. We want to see revival. We want to see mercy win. The hopeless to the hope begin. We want to see revival. Revival. We want to see lives restored. And evil to win no more. We want to see revival. Revival. We want to see miracles. Let heaven invade this world. We want to see revival. Revival. And then another down course, I guess it's called. Uh, it says, open up the heavens. Pour out your presence. We want to see revival. Bring us back to you. Oh, how we need you too. We want to see revival. But that first, uh, the first verse just hit me right in the heart. It says, only you, only you can heal our land. Only you can make things right again. That really, really hit me as I was listening to that in the car on the way to church yesterday. Hmm. Friends, it's time that we ask God to take our cities. Because he is the God of this city he is the God of the nation. He is the God of these people. He is the God of the Democrat. He is the God of the Republican. He is the God of the Independent. He is the God of the new so-called Patriot Party. He is the God of this nation and this world. God is still on the throne. Lord, I just want to thank you, Lord. God, thank you. We, we don't know the outcome of this election, God, but you do, Father God. And we, we thank you, Lord. No matter what it is, Lord, we know that you're still in control and you're still on your throne, Father God. And that we were born for such a time as this, Father God, that you placed us in our mother's wombs, and you had us here, Lord, on this earth for such as a time as this, Father God. So we can see your glory, Father God, be manifested upon this nation and upon this earth, Father God. That a great awakening, Father God, would come, Father God. And it would sweep this nation in this country for you, Father God, that every knee will bow, Lord. God, that every tongue confess, Lord, that you are God. We are born for such as a time as this. God, thank you. Thank you for letting 
myself go to Washington, D.C., Father God, and experience what I've experienced, Father God. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, for what you have done. Thank you for what you are doing, God. And we don't even know what you're doing. (laughs) And thank you for what you're about to do, Lord. We praise you. We thank you. We bless you, Lord. We bless your name above all any other names, Lord. Above President Trump, Lord. Above Obama. Above Biden. Above Nancy Pelosi. We bless your name, Father God. Your name sets the captives free, Father God. Your name rebukes the demons, Father God. Because there is power in your name, Father. There is power, wonder-working power in your name and in the blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, amen. Hey, friends, so I just want to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it so much. You are awesome. Um, yeah, let's just get this podcast to grow. Um, not just this episode, but the whole entire podcast um, episode, line, the episodes, uh, everything. Um, if you'd be doing, doing me a huge favor, be so much appreciated um would be to share the podcast and this episode um you could share other episodes too um on your social media um on your me we um on your facebook before they take it down on your twitter before they take it down (laughs) well take your post down um on your parlor, possibly. I know it's down right now as we speak. Uh, but just share it. Share it across the nation, across the world with your social media platform. We also be awesome if you could do a rating on it and write a little review, like on iTunes or, or not iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. That'd be great. All right, guys, I love you. God bless you. Remember, God is still on the throne. Have a blessed day. Love you, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Awakening Podcast with Michael Kabisky. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that bell to get notifications on YouTube. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and soon to be Parlor. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great day. Remember, one love, one God, one hope, one peace.